0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here
1: we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This, this is it.
2: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Welcome along to the final episode of the Keen Odyssey 2.
1: Um, let's just, I suppose, let's just dive headfirst in, mate.
2: Here yeah, he says, Friday we set off to Saipan. The trip is a shambles from the beginning. So there <laughs> we are. Roy, Roy, Roy sets the scene there. Dublin airport yeah. is packed. You can't move. We hump a month's luggage through the main concourse. Check ourselves in. We're travelling KLM, going the scenic route via Amsterdam and Tokyo. You know, I think, Jesus. He, I think he wanted to go on Concord like that Manchester United squad did.
1: Right, hang on a minute, that is quite poxy. It Even is, in yeah. 2002. If someone told me that story about 1972, mm. I'd be like, it's still quite shit. <laughs> yeah. 2002, you know, the Ireland football team, they're not a giant of international football, but they're a well-established, high-profile international football inside. With some very famous players in them, not, and Roy Keane uh, in Roy Keane in 2002, a world-class player. Yeah, you know they were going there to, to be a, the sort of team you could see aspiring to the quarterfinals, which, as it happens, I think is where they made it to. I can't quite remember, but you know, flying KLM via some sort of iffy stop-off and all this, mm. and checking in your own luggage—fair play to Roy Keane, that is shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a few quid around the whole Irish affair, wouldn't you? But um, I Yeah, think, um, I mean,
1: where's the money going? There's got to be money. They, they've got to get, you know, what the fuck are they doing in terms of sponsorship deals? They've got a club, they've got a team with very famous players going out to play in the most lucrative and high-profile <coughs> sporting event, or just event in any category in the world, you would have thought that someone over at the Irish Football Association would have got on the blower to someone or other and gone, would you like to sponsor perhaps a journey or, you know, something on the kids, uh, you know, even on the luggage, you can sponsor whatever you want. Yeah. But, you know, what have they actually done? Well, we've done a whip round, lads. And uh, we've managed to get together. You're going to have to put a little bit of money in yourself. (laughs) The deal is, when you get there, you can pay for your hotels once we get past group stage. We get past group stage, we haven't budgeted for that, so you're going to have to pay for your own accommodation.
2: <laughs> we've, got, we've done a deal with harp lager. Now, what happens is, when you all get off the plane in Japan, you're going to be wearing sombreros with the harp logo on the front.
1: <laughs> so that means you can
2: all travel in uh, business class instead of with <laughs> the hoi polloi.
1: I don't want to wear a, a hat a, a sombrero. It's got nothing to do with Japan or Ireland. I know, I thought that was weird too, but, you know, they're paying the money, so you got to wear whatever hat they tell you to wear. That's the deal. That's how it works. It's business. Leave the business to me, you get on with the football.
2: <laughs> on the plane to Tokyo, I watch a movie, says Roy. It's the story of Muhammad Ali's life with Will Smith. There's, <laughs> there's an amazing scene where Ali is refusing the draft of the Vietnam War. He's surrounded by friends, family, and his Muslim mentors. They're all urging him to give in. Take the draft. You won't have to fight. Just go through the motions. Play the game. Screw the things you believe in. Ali resists them all. I'm doing what I think is right. It matters. You don't compromise on your principles. It's like this film has been sent to him by some kind of higher power. Some kind of deity he's, has put this film in his face. Tell him what He's led over
1: to young Damien Duff. Hey, <laughs> Damien. Damien. You heard this fella... You heard of this fella? I think he's one of them Marvel superhero fellas. He's called Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Cracker of a film about him. Go on, stick it on. It's okay. He's got a reason. I'm watching something fists. else at the moment. <laughs> can... His power is his fists. <laughs> and also, he won't do what he's told. It reminds me of someone else. You know who I'm talking about? No, not Jesus.
2: <laughs> his power is in his fists and also in his oddly catchy poetry that he does. <laughs> so, um,. Something in this scene strikes a chord with me, says Roy. Don't put up with shit. It's an inspiring notion, a demonstration of conviction that I understand very clearly and relate to my own life. Uh, so there we are. That's that's stoked the fire even further after having put up with a package holiday scenario in the airport. So they arrive yeah. in Saipan. Uh, he says the hotel is beautiful. Sunday is a rest day. In the evening, McCarthy calls a meeting. He calls him McCarthy. Uh, there's been a problem. The gear hasn't arrived. No training gear. No footballs. No medical equipment. And then, then get this, there's none of the special drink we need to help us to acclimatise. Where's my special drink? (laughs) My cup of drink. My cup of World Cup drink. Hasn't come. Where is it? no special one knows what drink
1: and he he doesn't elaborate at all on special drink
2: doesn't elaborate on what the special drink oh, is i've tried doing i've googled special drink for acclimatization don't know what it is but there you are whatever it is it's missing no McCarty. questions are asked
1: what what the hell are we supposed to be doing we we got a game in a few days we got no footballs or no special drink don't worry lads we'll play shadow football <laughs> until the ball's turn up in many ways, the Continentals, <laughs> you're Brazilians, you're Italians, they don't even let kids play with footballs until they get to 20 because it ruins them. You learn the strategy of the game by playing shadow football. It'll do you the world of good.
2: We're there's, at the World Cup now. There's one lad in the Brazilian squad at this World Cup, right? He's only 18, plays a flamenco, and he hasn't even seen a football in his life, but he's here at the World <laughs> Cup. Can you believe that? <laughs>
1: They know the way that they've coached him in shadow football, that the moment a ball lands at his feet, right, in the first group game, (laughs) he'll instinctively know what to do with it. (laughs) Because that's what they've been training him for. He's exactly like Karate Kid. He doesn't do any karate, he just paints a fence. But when push comes to shove, he finds he knows from painting a fence how to do the karate. It's the same thing with shadow football, trust me.
2: And is he, is he going to be getting his special drink then? Uh, well, yeah, I'll have to admit, yeah, he'll have his special drink because the Brazilians have got that, yeah, yeah. I could do you some gravy if you want. Gravy? Gravy? What's the, what kind of fucking drink that, McCarthy? Fucking Yorkshire drink. We're not in Yorkshire now, we're Irish.
1: It's so a oh, well, fucking English drink. Go. What do you do? Take a piece of meat, McCarthy, cover it in oil, put it in the fucking oven at on 180 degrees.
3: For four fucking hours on a Sunday <laughs> Then you take it out and you see how the juices have run out of the meat and you had a wee bit of a stock cube, maybe an axle <laughs> or a pistol like her in the commercials with the big tits. Right. And then you mix in some water, don't you, McCarthy? <laughs> and then a few vegetables too, McCarthy. And maybe if you're being fancy, a dashy your fucking mustard sauce. And then you get it, McCarthy, and you stick it all in a big jug. And then what you do, McCarthy? You pour it back over the same fucking meat you just squeezed it out of your daft cunt. <laughs> it's the most English thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Now <laughs> shut up about your fucking
1: gravy and find out what's going on with my World Cup drinker. I'm not playing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we will cup a cup drink so there's uh, no one knows what time they're going to train on Monday maybe the clocks haven't arrived either uh, McCarthy says we'll just do some running because the gear hasn't arrived we're just going to wear the tracks we wear around the hotel they're heavy, impossible in this kind of heat and then he says uh, I went to see McCarthy that night <laughs> quietly in his room <laughs> there, was, there was some pushing and shoving there might have been some pushing and shoving I'm not totally sure Nice and quiet now. Tap, tap, tap.
1: (laughs) Tap, tap, tap. McCarty, are you awake? It's
3: (laughs) me. (laughs) It's me kino come on now
1: well it doesn't matter whether you're awake or not because i've got a key from reception <laughs> i made the wee boy and reception give me one of them cards you entered the, the room with because i said that I'd, I'd break his fingers if he didn't hand it over <laughs> and now i'm in your room mccarty and i'm sat right next to you are you awake are you pretending to be can, asleep mccarty can you feel well, me was, breathing um, can you feel <laughs> me breathing in your face I'm asleep, Roy. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear me snoring. <laughs>
0: I'm zonked out on gravy.
1: <laughs> You're awake, you English cunt. I've got a lot of you things to say you. your fucking English eyes.
2: <laughs> What's the story, Mick? Roy says. They've let me down, he says. <laughs> who are they I'm thinking <laughs>
1: uh.
2: conspiracy theory stuff who are they uh, the I powers told-
1: that be is it the illuminati <laughs> yeah.
2: Yaffle it's not Yaffle is it <laughs>
1: it's fucking Yaffle's intercepted me world cup drink I knew it
2: <laughs> I told him the gear should have been here a fortnight ago we're at the world cup finals the following morning we're hanging around the hotel waiting to find out what's happening eventually we get on the coach to the training ground the training pitch is bone dry. So the gear finally arrives on Monday night. And the next morning, they get to the training ground again. And there's a truck there with a water hose to sort out the uh, the dryness of the situation. Uh, about, about 20 yards of the pitch were flooded and the rest was as rock hard as the day before. So uh, there we are. That's what's happened to, to sort that out. They've just flooded part of the pitch. It looked dangerous, he says. I laughed. <laughs> we trained anyway. I thought the training was badly organised. Always did. With Ian Evans, McCarthy's number two, the area was either too big or too small. Fucking basics. A farce. <laughs> the usual farce.
1: <laughs> they were so shit. He's suggesting they were so shit they couldn't even get the size of the football pitch right. Yeah. Have a, Ian, come over here. Come over here just one second. No, it's not a big deal. Just want to ask you a wee question now, Ian. Now, look at this pitch here. What, what shape would you call it? Is it, how many sides is, is it? Well, it's a, uh, it's a, that's what you call a rectangle like any bitch. Oh, okay. Some, some uh,
2: people call it an oblong.
1: Is, know. Okay, fine, fine. Now tell me, how, count the sides now, Evans. How many sides <laughs> is there to it? Can you tell me that? Uh, one. Aye, one. Two. Aye, two, that's right now. Three. Yeah, that's right, three. Are there any more? Uh, No, it's just a three. That's right. <laughs> And how many sides does a rectangle have? Can you remember? We've been through this before. Four. It's got a four. That's right. <laughs> so what's that? It's a fucking triangle. What do you think this is? A game of fucking baseball? <laughs> These are the basics now. Jesus Christ. Even when Cloughy was pissed out of his head in Nottingham Forest days, he still got the shape of the pitch right at least.
2: <laughs> I went back to the. I'm McCarthy's sorry, room.
1: Roy. I'm sorry. Maybe one of the side we've been let down. We've been let down.
2: <laughs> Who by?
1: <laughs> Them. <laughs> Them. They. What? What? What do you mean? No, well, maybe one of the sides of the pitch has been left back in Ireland, or we let we lost it in Amsterdam when we did the drop off. <laughs> it's probably with the drink. It'll arrive. We can make do with the triangle for today, and then tomorrow, hopefully, it'll turn up. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ,
2: almighty. <laughs> Uh, we ended training with a game he says there were no small five-a-side goals only big goals big Mm -hmm. goals but no keepers look at the size of that fucking goal (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous (laughs) that
3: one's about 50 foot high (laughs) that's not a football goal that's a rugby goal
1: (laughs) there's no that's no training for the centre forwards you know I mean anyone a nanny could scar in that (laughs)
2: with 5 or side goals you don't need keepers but with big goals you do so I asked about the keepers he's got a lot of questions Roy, right, hasn't he he's probably really getting on yeah, the tits yeah I know
1: Can you, what a pain in the arse
2: excuse me excuse me Evans Evans I've got another question for you here <laughs> just a quick one with the goalkeepers then <laughs> Evans Evans told me they were tired oh god <laughs> they were out working with Paddy Bonner for half an hour before us but I said we needed keepers to have a uh, to have a game on the end of training we're at the World Cup Finals they're tired, Evans insisted. Mm-hmm. We're all fucking tired, I replied. The game went on, no keepers. After training, I went over to Packy Bonner, the goalkeeping coach. I have a question, <laughs> Packy Bonner. Could the keepers not have played today? They worked hard this morning, he answered. I bet they'll be all right for the golf course in the morning, said Roy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> golf cunts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> golf was on the menu the next day after the barbecue for the media. Fucking hell. And then Alan Kelly chipped in What have you got a problem with Roy? I've got a problem with you, I said Because you're not fucking getting goal for the game <laughs> We've worked hard this morning, he said Well, do you want the fucking medal for that? You've come out to the World Cup Finals You expect to work hard You've only worked for an hour <laughs> Yes, yes, Kelly went on But we'd had enough
0: <laughs> We've right. had enough Okay, uh,
1: And fucking No, an hour's a long time Do you know what, And when you're a goalkeeper, Roy What you don't understand is The people, they're smashing the balls at you <laughs> and, and it's awful Because you throw yourself around It hurts It actually hurts, Roy it, To fall it's... on this ground Right? And then, even if you save the ball bo- If you don't save it You feel bad But if you do save it It stings your hands Something awful there's only so long you can put up with that for.
2: And I'll tell you what as well, it's very tiring on the eyes. Always having to look to oh. see when there's a ball coming towards you. You have
1: to look the whole time and you're squinting in the sunshine. And I, you, look, Roy, I see where you're coming from. All I'd say is walk a mile in my shoes.
2: Right, <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Roy says to Alan Kelly, I'll bet you you'll recover for your golf tomorrow. Just fucking <laughs> calm down, Roy, says Alan Kelly. Are you going to make me? Oh, that's <laughs> right. <God. laughs> Uh, oh <laughs> it's just brewing. Make me calm down.
1: How would I do that, Roy? <laughs> I don't know read me a story. Give me
3: stroke it's, me
2: head. Give me some warm milk, something. It's it's brewing nicely like a, a hotel room kettle full of gravy.
0: <laughs> in Mick
2: McCarthy's room, McCarthy and Evans watched all this, never said a word. There were a couple of journalists there as well. Back at the hotel, I had a quick shower to cool me down. <laughs> Ice-cold shower. Oh, I've got to...
1: There's only one way sometimes to reset my demons. Nice long ice-cold shower. Two hours. Stick some of the radio heads on the the stereo.
2: (laughs) So, back at the hotel. uh, Leaving the room, I met McCarthy in the corridor. Oh, God. <laughs> so, this is Roy. He's cooled down now. He's had the shower. He's cooled down. He bumps into McCarthy. He says to McCarthy, I've had enough. I want to go home. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, sorry? This is
2: Roy. Cooled down. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay, right. Uh, McCarthy says.
2: McCarthy says, what do you mean? <laughs> he says, mm-hmm. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. And don't try to persuade me. Just let me go. <laughs> What is it? Is it me? Is it the training? The pitch? Of course, he says, I should have said, yes, it is you, the training, the preparation. This whole thing is a disgrace, but I didn't. No, it's just me. I've had enough. All right, all right, he said. What will I tell the press? Tell them personal problems. <laughs> yeah. you know.
1: Tell them I'm dead. How about that? <laughs> I'll go to ground. I'll go. To, you won't hear from me. Don't worry, I know how to hide myself. Right, I'll go to fucking where do you call it the Tahrir Caves where that Bin Laden's been hiding all this time. I'll go and hide up with him or someone. Find myself a nice spider hole. I'll tell disappear, him, and you can say I'm dead. And then, come August, when I come back and turn up for Man United, little will i have been blown over and forgotten about <laughs> by then.
2: about it. Tell him I've, tell him I blew my head off like that. Kurt Cobain. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's 2002. Kurt Cobain's alive and well. Ah, forget I said that. He dies ask- in
1: 1994, McCarthy. Will you please wake up and, rem- and and fucking pay attention to what's going on in the rock scene for once in your life? So, he, do you know uh- that song, McCarthy? Do you know the one? What's it called now? I think it's called "Smells Like Teen Spirit." What? What, what did that mean, McCarthy? What was he trying to say? Were the signs there? Did we know what he was planning? Could we have done something? I don't know. But what I'm saying to you is <laughs> you can do something now and that's just let me disappear till the pressure that blow my, my brains out <laughs> and the shotgun I used was so powerful that it obliterated me into such tiny, tiny particles that there is no body left and nothing, to, there's no sign left of me. But you have to say that you saw it happen with your own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine press conference. I am here to announce the sad news that our captain Roy Keane has blown his own brains out using (laughs) a super powerful uh, (laughs) weapon that he has somehow got hold of here in Japan, which, as you'll all know, is the home of innovative technology and machinery.
2: Mr. McCarthy, I have a question. Did you see this this incident occur?
1: Yes, I did, unfortunately, and it will live with me forever. (laughs) At least until
2: August, when the new season starts. (laughs) The device,
1: (laughs) the device he was using, which was sort of like a gigantic shotgun, a bit like the one in Men in Black, right, (laughs) that they used to shoot the aliens with, right? (laughs) And much like that, he was obliterated into tiny particles, and that is why. Before you ask, no, there is no body. You cannot see any evidence. I am doing my. Be- I am determined not to allow this to distract me from my preparations for the forthcoming match. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough, then, Mister McCarthy. No further questions. Next question: Is Robbie Keen fit?
2: <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, Mick Byrne, one of the coaching team, uh, manages to talk Roy round and he says, come on, let me fix it. Fuck it, I said, go on then, tell Mick I'll wait till after the World Cup. He's going to wait till after the World Cup to go home from the World Cup. (laughs) I don't know how that
1: works. (laughs) uh, That's the way it works for
0: everyone, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jalapeño. jalapeño. Two minutes later, Mick came back with McCarthy. That's Mick Byrne with McCarthy. McCarthy is constantly referring to him as just McCarthy. McCarthy walked in quite aggressively. What's going on, Roy? I thought I should wait till after the tournament. I want to stay. This doesn't fucking please McCarthy at all. I've run Colin Healy to come out and replace you, he said. (laughs) (laughs) I've already got a replacement coming in. This is going to be very complicated for us, Roy. Oh, no,
1: no, no, no. This is a nightmare. No,
2: logistically, this is a nightmare because, you see, I've got Colin Healy coming over and we've had to pay to change the names on some of the plane tickets. So he's coming over on a return ticket. You're going to go home on the return portion of his ticket. We've had to pay 300 quid to change the name from Colin Healy to Roy Keane. Then, after the tournament... Colin Ely's going to go back on the return portion of your ticket. That's going to cost another 300 quid. You know what it's like. We don't have the money. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to go.
1: You are... What what I'm trying to say to you is... Fuck if off. you If you stay now, there is a strong chance that Colin Ely will get trapped here in Japan, possibly forever. Trapped we don't in a, know. Trapped in another dimension, basically. He's got a wife and kids and club commitments. Do you really want to do this to him? He's on a plane now, completely oblivious to you condemning him to a life trapped in this other world. Japan, as they call it.
2: Can we not just just get him an extra hotel room and then get plane tickets for him to go home afterwards? No, 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 no. no. It's not as simple as that.
1: Right, I understand you're stressed and you're not thinking straight, but come on, stop being daft.
2: (laughs) He'll be trapped. It doesn't make sense otherwise, does it? Think about you know that in that
1: really... Su- uh, right? You know in Superman two, right? Where Superman's dad has put them three baddies, Terence Stamp and the other two, right? <laughs> the bird and the, and the the fucking idiot one, right? <laughs> and he's trapped them all in like a sort of a flat mirror, and they're all stuck on their hands, and they're trying to get out, and they're floating through space. Would you want to see Colin Healy in a situation like that? <laughs> No, exactly.
2: Because that's basically what will happen, but it'll be in the Japanese sky and everyone will be able to see him. Every <laughs> Which day. is like
1: space. It's
2: no life. It's no life that. <laughs> so, uh,
1: it, It's what happened to Sammy McElroy. It, it, and, that, you know, he was a great lad, and that's where he's stuck now, rumor has it.
2: <laughs> Mexico.
1: He's stuck in the Mexican sky in some sort of terrible prism.
2: So then, it looks like Roy's going to stay, but then after this conversation with McCarthy, he decides that he's going again. Um, the news got out. Uh, Michael Kennedy rang him. I imagine that oh, would no. just be Roy with two telephones, one on each ear, having a yeah. conversation with Michael Kennedy. But it's it, it's not over at that point, obviously, because we know what happens. Uh, then there's a knock on the door uh, just before eight o'clock, and it's McBurn. Roy. You've got three minutes to make up your mind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> three I'm gonna
1: minutes. I'm going to start counting. I'm going to start counting down now. Okay, are you ready? Now make it easier for you. Two minutes, 59 seconds, Mississippi. Two minutes, 58 seconds, Mississippi. No, no, hang
2: on. Hang on, Two... they're, they're longer than seconds. Because you're saying seconds and you're also saying Mississippi, which has got too many syllables.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, I, I take your point. Let's start again now. Two minutes fifty. What would we be on now? Would you no, say no, two minutes You 50? need to do
2: it's, it's it's three minutes, so it's one hundred and eighty seconds. Don't. Well, do I can't start in, again. Don't say minutes and seconds. It's taking up too much time.
1: Okay, now let's just say okay, one hundred and sixty elephants. Would I, that work? There's one syllable less. I'm
3: happy
2: with that. One
1: hundred fifty nine elephants. 158, I don't want to rush you, but we're on 158 seconds I'm now, tinkin'. Roy, just as a little update. I'm thinking. 157 seconds, thousand. Oh, now I've lost my fucking track. Jesus Christ, you're going uh, to... What, what have you decided? What are you thinking? <laughs> Give me an update at least. Give us a hint. Oh,
2: fuck, I'll fucking stay. <laughs>
1: it's too late now. Healy's
2: here. <laughs> so he they, they had three minutes because they had to fax the squad to FIFA. So the next day, Roy gets a call from a journalist who's done an interview with him. The interview is going to go to press. And Roy... Uh, well, Roy's been quite frank, brutally frank in the interview. And he says, the article appeared on Thursday morning. It expressed exactly what I felt. Which, you know, probably isn't the most diplomatic way of doing things, bearing in mind what's gone on the previous few days. But that's what Roy's done. Mm. Um, he said, I believe people at home had a right to hear the truth. They spent their hard-earned money, paid our wages, and then we insult them with PR crap about all they've done for us. Maybe we should do something for them to repay the debt we owed them, like get our act together. That interview's basically just reignited the flames. And then they're told there's a team meeting at 7.30. Roy says, I knew damn well what it was about, the article. As we're finishing dinner the hotel band started playing. <laughs> I don't know why he mentions Jesus that. Jesus
1: Christ. This is all we need, because yeah. I think he thinks it lends it even more of an atmosphere of a circus.
2: Well, I don't know, because he doesn't say what kind of band they are or what they were playing, so I don't hmm. know. McCarthy arrived 7.30 for the, the meeting. Okay, lads, we're off at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Get your bags packed and tagged. And while we're here, he said, whoever's not happy with anything, I'd like them to say it to me
1: could be anyone. Yeah, Not anyone at all. anyone it could specifically. could be
2: Steve Damien Duff, anyone. Yeah. You there, I forgot your name, but you there, yep.
1: Dog boy, a, a, a Terry Phelan, if he's still in the squad, I can't <laughs> <Dog> remember. <boy. laughs>
2: anyone at all. Roy? <laughs> You've For instance, right?
1: Roy Keane.
2: <laughs> Roy mm. says, I knew what was coming, but I was cool. My conscience was clear. For one thing, I had told him privately what I was unhappy with. Um... <laughs> and he says, "Keep cool, Roy. They're dangling the bait for you. Don't bite." The atmosphere was heavy with the sense the trouble was brewing. They all knew now what the meeting was about. He's going to try and sort me out publicly. Be the big man, mm-hmm. the manager. Oh, Roy's become the manager coming from in the situation.
1: I He's, could smell it. others had it come it. from? My belts in the past and it failed. I, I knew what he was doing. <laughs> he had his. Uh, I could almost see the belts reflected in his eyeballs.
2: <laughs> they were glinting. He was excited. <laughs> I was excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I like more than protecting my belts. They're the most precious thing in the world to me, even more pr- precious than my dogs. It's almost erotic, but
2: it's definitely not erotic.
1: <laughs> put that down, Dumphy. It's an important line to put in. Put and can you do? Tell me. The fellas who print this up, can they do underlines? <laughs> Tell them to underline that, but when I say not, it's definitely not erratic.
2: Can you do? Can you do when you get a sentence and then you make it look like it's from the olden days?
0: What? <laughs>
2: what do you mean? You know, when you you take a sentence, you put it like it's from the olden days to to make it stand out. Italics? Are you talking about italics?
3: Yes,
1: that's right. Like like the writing they they had in Dick Turpin. Do you remember Dick Turpin? <laughs> can you the, turpinize the, the, it? Can you make it a bit more like Dick Turpin's handwriting? Lends it more of an emphasis. Makes it seem more sophisticated too.
2: <laughs> he says, uh, I was calm. <laughs> Roy, you don't seem to be happy with something. <laughs> it was pathetic.
1: <laughs> it really was pathetic.
2: It fucking Mick was, McCarthy. wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: i mean, By I'm the assuming...
1: way, Mac- since we started this, Mick McCarthy's been reappointed island manager. God, yeah. I mean, fuck's sake. I hope he's up to his game.
2: I mean, I'm assuming that uh, Roy's side of the story is completely true and not yeah, biased at all. Why this wouldn't That's exactly we? what happened. Yeah. Uh, well, Mick, I said, why didn't you say that from the start? We've talked about this in private. Why aren't we having this conversation in private? Well, you've made it public, he said, whipping the article from behind his back like Paul Daniels. <laughs> 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 like some kind of Yorkshire goblin. <laughs> Mick. Do you not think I've seen the interview? Do you call this set-up man management? You've gone against your teammates. You never wanted to play for your country. You were supposed to go to Iran and you didn't. You faked an injury to get out of playing for your country. Oh! oh there it is. There it is. The gasoline has been poured over yeah. the flames.
1: That is crazy. It's like, at that stage, it's like, if I was in the room, I'd think, Mick, are you sure you know what you're doing here?
2: Yeah. This isn't a weird about,
1: thing to bring up, isn't it?
2: This isn't about Ireland's best interest in this World Cup. This is about stopping Colin Healy from becoming a stray man in Japan, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's really, really. I mean, this is this is not calm in the situation. So he's, if you you couldn't have thought of a worse thing to have said, which makes me think that's precisely what he was attempting.
2: Yeah, yeah, because it's the Healy thing, isn't it? He doesn't want to deal yeah. with the admin of the Healy thing. Um, no, I
1: can't face this. I mean, the look on Healy's face when we tell him <laughs> that he's going to be trapped here forever and <laughs> might not even be able to fulfil his World Cup dreams—it doesn't. Be, I can't do that to him. It would be like strangling a kitten and watching the life fade out of it before your eyes, <laughs> hearing it squeak, feeling its tiny bones wriggle in your fist. You seem to know quite a lot about the lot the detail about killing kittens, Mick. No, I don't, I'm just I'm just imagining it. You've imagined killing a kitten, Mick? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. I'm I'm more it's it's what you call a metaphor for what would happen to Colin Healy.
2: I accidentally saw a film on the internet once. It was horrible, <laughs> but I switched it off as soon as it got really bad. Stop asking me about kittens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about stop changing the subject. Why didn't you turn up in the <laughs> round?
2: so then Roy calls Mick a liar Um, he says I snapped all the fuck ups and bullshit and I and every other Irish player I put up with for 10 years flashed through my mind Harry's fucking challenge the piss up in the US Cup Mm -hmm. in Cyprus Paul McGrath Dennis Irwin proving himself the dope test at US 94 the captain fantastic myth some captain fantastic and then there's an excitement point after that as well the Duff Who Hotel who's he
1: talking about there when Mick McCarthy was Captain Fantastic that
2: was Mick, that was Mick McCarthy's moniker wasn't it when he was the captain was it? of Ireland yeah he was regarded as Captain Fantastic and he was uh, so that was kind of why he took over after f- from Jack Charlton because he went off and managed Millwall for a while uh, there was uh,
1: someone in between anyway
2: was there after after Charlton
1: yeah there was a there was a different fella
2: no that was Brian Kerr he came afterwards I he came after f- McCarthy yeah oh, ok yeah uh, right. He says, the, the joke's about the Irish in English dressing rooms which ate into my soul. The yeah. cheese sandwiches in Holland. The cheese fucking sandwiches. Come on now. He's, he's doing these in order of yeah. importance, starting at the bottom and working his way up to most important, which is the cheese sandwiches in Holland. <laughs> well, then he says, most of all, the conversation, brackets, in my house, when this prat agreed with me and promised we'd do it right this time. So he says, in this bad movie, I was going to be the fall guy. It wasn't me and him anymore. It was everything. And I'm the captain of all of this. He says, biting my tongue, going along with the bluffers. Was this what I'd worked for all through my career? To come here and go along with the crap? Sending coded messages to the fans through the Irish Times.
1: <laughs> coded like messages. A fucking Enigma codes.
2: Yeah. I know what they're
1: doing. you got one of those Enigma machines in your room. I've heard you tapping at it at night, McCarthy. <laughs>
2: My sin be ridiculous My sin to hint hint at the reality he says now I was in the dock. Captain Fantastic, counsel for the prosecution. Mm-hmm. I prepare to defend myself in the cart of the World Cup. <laughs> he says, You're a fucking wanker. I didn't rate you as a player, I don't rate you as a manager, and I don't rate you as a person. You're a fucking wanker and you can stick your world cup up your ass. I've oh. not I've got no respect for you. Now that's different to what we've heard subsequently. It was sticky. No, the, w- the, sticky, the, welcome up your bollocks.
1: It was, yeah, stick, stick it up your bollocks, you English cunt. English is the cunt, phrase wasn't it? is the phrase that became legend, and certainly, I would say my favourite ever footballing yeah. fr- quote: your bollocks, you English cunt." And yet, and yet, he said. That's not the way he remembers it. I think it was recounted, that particular phrase must have been recounted by an eyewitness.
2: I think now Quinn spoke about about it a few years later and he he described it as the greatest piece of oratory he'd ever witnessed. (laughs) 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 But then Roy goes off to his room. Obviously, he knows that uh, that's the end of uh, World Cup 2002 for him. But uh, Quinn and Steve Staunton come to his door what the fuck do these two muppets want? I wondered. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell
1: is this, Tweedledee and fuck.
2: <laughs> Roy, we can't believe what you said. We can't believe what happened. Said Quinn. Um, Quinn says, I "Bet we can't you p- fucking can't." <laughs> it was fucking great, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we can't believe you're going to miss the World Cup. We're gutted for you. Thanks, guys. All the best. I said, ushering them away from the door. Cowards, no, fuck I thought. Off. Aye, you fucking cowards. cowards. Then Jason McAteer came up to the room, then Ian Hart, and then Alan Kelly arrived. You went too far, Roy, in my opinion, Kells said. Mm. But he continued, You're entitled to your opinion.
1: (laughs) He makes Alan Kelly sound like a right wanker, doesn't he? First, he's saying, I've had enough of training. (laughs) And then he makes, like, there's no point in knocking round someone's room to say something that bland and pointless, is there?
0: Knock yeah. knock.
1: I'm going I'm going to go round because there's something really important I want to get off my chest. Knock knock. <laughs> Who is it? It's me, Alan Kelly. I've got something important to say. <laughs> okay. I think you went too far in my opinion, but you are entitled to your opinion.
2: That is the end. Well,
1: uh, <laughs> all right then. Uh, see you around. Thanks.
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then
2: michael kennedy rings roy and says you've been kicked out jesus michael news travels fast it was only 8 15 so the meeting started at 7 30 this all happened 8 15 45 minutes later michael kennedy's on the phone telling him that it's been on the news back home Mm -hmm. um and alan kelly's still there he says i turned to kells and says it's been on the news at home Ali Kelly says, yes, we held a press conference. <laughs> fucking hell. They've assembled, it's like a pop up shop or something. They've yeah. assembled a pop up press conference.
1: So they can't,
2: later. J- let's get this straight.
1: They can't arrange for the footballs to turn <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. They can't get the size of the pictures or the goals right. Or the special they, drink. They don't get a special drink there, but they can turn around a fucking press conference in like a minute.
2: In the blink of an eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so that, this, is, this is it, then uh, then at midnight there's another knock on the door, Gary Breen and David Connolly. Fucking hell, uh, they said, we'd just like to say we agreed with everything you said about facilities and things. You were dead right, but who are we to say anything? We're just little boys, we're just little laddies at the back of the group, no one listens to us.
3: We were, you, you might have heard us, we were squeaking from the back, squeak, 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 <laughs> no
1: one would listen. No one We squeaked as, as as loudly as we ever squeaked in our wee lives Squeak But no
3: Please don't hurt us Roy <laughs> We were worried someone was going to tread on us Roy That's why we couldn't speak any louder <laughs> We thought we were going to get squished in our the commotion So we did <laughs> me, me and Gary were just clinging onto each other Holding on for dear life <laughs> We shut our eyes And we just quit praying to our Mother Mary in heaven. I said to Gary, I've always loved you, Gary. And Gary said to me, I've always loved you as well, David. I hope we can get through this. And then I said, if we're going to die now, I've always wondered what it felt like to kiss a fella. So I don't a think I'm of one of them you know but I'm just curious like it looks like we're probably going to die anyway and then then by the time we we'd had a little kiss and then we opened our eyes and looked across there was a press conference going on and everyone saw so they did it was awful They're pointing the big cameras at us and everything
2: <coughs> I don't think that Gary Brain or David Connolly have Irish accents but there you go nah Um so he's the uh, eventually I slept. The next morning I woke up to the sound of Mick Burns' voice rousing the lads from their beds. My flight was at six PM. I watched some DVDs to cheer me up. Faulty Towers, a bit of Basil did the trick. That's where we came in, isn't it? The beginning of the um the beginning of the book he's talking about watching Faulty Towers on his way home.
1: Oh yeah, that's it.
2: Um and that is pretty much the end of the book. Apart from the final paragraph which has blown mm. my fucking mind, Sam. the last paragraph he says now I'm back with Manchester United we have a lot to prove and I'm relishing the challenge there's a new coach in Carlos Queroz who's great tough (laughs) and I'm hungrier than I've ever been this time if we win the treble we won't make the same mistakes I'm getting right behind this Carlos Queroz character nothing can go wrong now
1: (laughs) mark my words me and Queroz we're going to hit the very heights. We're going <laughs> to sail all the way to the sun and conquer it. To be fucking continued. There you go, Dunphy. We've hit the word count. <laughs> we've, now, we've Send got it a, off to the princes. I'm fucking off. We've got a pre-season tour in Portugal lined up where I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> sun, sunshine. And we're going to have a cracking villa lined up for me and the family. <laughs> all my demons are conquered.
2: My days of aggravation are at an end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from now on you can call me freewheeling wheeling kino
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there it is that's the end and if you haven't heard the first kino odyssey series we did this is your cue Q- to now go back and find it and listen to it uh i, I what i'll do is we'll put it out as a a, a single episode for the iron filing society cunters in a few days and you can yeah. just carry on with that if you want to do that yeah, if you want to know
1: what happens next and you only joined joined up to our merry band in recent months, then I can highly recommend you listening yeah, to well, the, the second half, because if anything, Roy's life becomes much, much more volatile <laughs> over heightened. his years, during his years in management. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so there we are. That's that's the end of the keynote, Odyssey. Uh, we're going to be back with a brand new Deep Dive series next week, but that's a big secret for now, but we know what yeah. it is. Yeah. And we think you're going to Keep gonna your love eyes it. open. Uh, thanks for listening. Ta-da. Bye.